Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech, a show about technology and how it's shaping the world around us. I'm your host, Owen Williams, and joining me today is your co-host, Frederica Monti. And no, Zach. No. Let's talk about some tech stuff. Happy birthday, Zach, first of all. If you're yes. listening to this and maybe editing it later, happy birthday. <laughs> That's why Zach isn't here. He's uh, on a mini uh, city vacation. Yep. So we miss you, but... The show must go on. The show must go on. <laughs> oh my God, Owen, you're so cheesy. <laughs> a cliche. I'm a, cl- I'm a box of cliches. Uh, so, but it's a shame because there's a lot to talk about this week. And last week we talked about this a little bit. So it'll be interesting to hear his like delayed take next week. So Google's getting into gaming. <laughs> so, okay, let's do a recap. Google had an event planned this week, right? Mm. So did, did on the event that they only talk about gaming? Yeah, it was like an hour and a half of just like gaming. Yeah, so I didn't watch the event itself. It was weird. It was amazing, actually. But I've, I've read a lot about it. Um, but did you watch it? Mm-hmm. I watched it. Um, mostly because it was just like I was watching it while eating dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> um, like th- that's a similar way as I watch like the Apple events. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I'm going to eat food and if this gets better than this, yeah. I'll keep watching. I just I just didn't run into it on, yeah. this, on the right time. It was on YouTube. And, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they had – it was like an hour and a half unveiling event. It was at Game Developers Conference. Yeah. And they have gone – like Google – I was wondering if they are usually there. And I looked it up and they're usually there. But this year they were like the keynote speaker of their thing. Yeah. So basically like, yeah, yeah, they got up there and they were like, okay, well, we're releasing a gaming service and it's all in the cloud and you don't need to buy any shit because it works in all the stuff you already have. Yeah. So (laughs) I think we talked about it already a little bit last week when we, like when I asked you, like, this is really what the controller is going to look like. Well, it's not. Like the, the what was yeah? It was like a shitty render of yeah. like what the patent was. It was it was actually way cooler. Yeah, it looks really good actually. I think it's really cool. What's really interesting about it is like, okay, I I basically knew all of it. <laughs> we talked about all of the things. Yeah, and it, I was right. I was actually expecting to be horrendously wrong. And a friend of mine at Google, I told him the theory beforehand, and he messaged me afterwards. He was like, "You were wrong about one thing." I was like, "What?" And it's, it's actually like a really cool detail that I hadn't even noticed in the presentation. But my guess was it will work on everything. You use it in Chrome, no installs, you don't have to buy anything. So you can just use like a existing Nintendo Switch controller. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's the crazy thing with it. But their controller reduces the latency. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. instead of connecting over Bluetooth, it connects via Wi-Fi over a VPN to the Google data center. <laughs> Which is crazy. Oh, so it doesn't even connect to your computer. So I just like shook my head violently. Whoa, that's a really cool detail. So yeah, I know. And I feel like nobody picked up on this really. And I looked, there's like one guy on YouTube, some random like game developer guy who got a hands-on and he has like some details. I'll put it in the show notes. But basically he says that like there's a bunch of existing services Right, like there's NVIDIA GeForce Now, which uh, myself and a friend of mine, Juan, use quite a lot already. And there's like the new one from Xbox is coming. But the difference with those and what Google announced, we didn't even say the name, Stadia. Stadia. That's <laughs> which, the thing that I didn't really like about yeah. it. I didn't really like the logo. Let's come back recently. to the logo. So, but, yeah, that's, we, can, we can critique the name. Um, but so what was interesting is like all of those other services are just like you put an Xbox in a data center and glued it to the internet and you just use it over the like it's fairly yeah, so like the, the thing still exists yes so it's I, just somewhere else yeah i asked a friend uh and a few other sources who i know who work at google and they told me that they've been working on this for seven years 
they tried that in 2014 and decided in 2014 it wasn't worth even doing that if they had to do that. And that tells you a lot about like yeah. where they ended up. So what they did with the controller is they separate the video stream from the input stream, right? And so the video stream renders straight down the pipe, but it's also like all of the logic for it. Okay, so say you're playing Fortnite, as, as an example, all the logic for the multiplayer stuff happens on a server rather than your computer. And the stream is just coming down without any of that. It's just like what's happening. And then input goes up a separate pipe. And that's how they got the latency down to like, I don't know, it's imperceivable. I mean. Yeah, if you have a good internet connection. Yeah, well, Ish, that's that's genuinely the biggest question out of all yeah. of this, right? Like there was a lot but again, that like, they didn't say. What they said is like they can do 4K over a 25. Which is reasonable. Right, but like. In America not. Right. No, the thing is that would actually imply that. No, well, I mean, they have hundred thousand million percent mm-hmm. also seen the <laughs> the average internet. Speeds. Yeah, they know the averages. They know that. Yeah. So they probably you probably won't be able to play four K, but like, like the average European might be able to. Yeah. <laughs> but what I, what is your internet speed here? Uh, five hundred. So I could probably do the eight <laughs> K. <laughs> I know, but uh, yeah, I know it's great. Europe, and it's very cheap. <laughs> it's still like really living in Europe's great because you can just get that though. Yo, into this shit then in in the US. Yeah, well, the average speed there is a whopping nine megabits, which yeah. means that nobody there can use the base version. And well, okay, unless you're in a city. And well, so, unless you're in New York, because but New, even then, New York's shit. For yeah. Internet. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> so here's the thing. So. This would be, and uh, actually, this is what I was thinking about after the event. This would be the first Google launch that is available globally rather than US only on day one. Oh, really? Yeah. They said it would come to US, Canada, UK, and most of Europe on day one. And now I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, that's finally, they did like a good launch. And then I realized it's because most people in America can't use it. Yeah. And I think it's actually a really smart idea. Like, there was a lot of. Um, I would love it if they would just, like, focus on Europe for a while. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. It's like, there's a lot of hate for Google. I don't know. Like, it's always US-focused, blah, blah, blah. And there's also, like, a lot of hate right now because, like, they're, like, people are like, oh, but Google is building stuff. Like, that it's not helping fix the internet problems in the US. But the rest of the world will happily use it. Like, it doesn't yeah. – there's plenty of other people in the world – other than the US, and it's kind of refreshing. Yeah. Um, and the reason that they can go global is they're already using existing data centers. Like, there's this one slide that shows all the shit that they own in the world. Yeah, there's a like, big, big, oh, big one here in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. We're basically sitting on top of the, the European gaming thing. Oh, I can't wait to use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, the name is weird. It's Stadia, which is like Stadium. Like, watch. Yeah. And I think that the name tells you everything that you need to know about where they're actually focusing with this. Streaming. Yeah, this isn't a play for gaming. It's a play for game streaming. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's a prudent move to own esports. It's really fucking smart because um, it's just like the way I got it from them is that um, streaming is just going to be so easy. Yeah, well, they said Super like, easy. you click a button and it's already on YouTube. Yeah, so I, I, I guess that people are going to try it and then figure out that it's so easy to stream and then... Exactly. 
are a sword. And the the crazy stuff is in the the devil ones is in the details of that thing because they breeze over a lot of this. So if you didn't watch, yeah, there's a lot of extra stuff that's really cool. So say you're playing. Zelda, yeah. and you're doing a speed run. I don't well, know. Nintendo's insane... never going to come. No, yeah, but it's an example. But yeah. say you're playing Zelda, you're doing a speed run because everybody's doing speed runs these days, yeah. and you are stuck on it. On the Stadia, you can generate a link that when the user clicks it, it throws them into the game in the same state that where you were at the moment that you clicked that, like generated the link, Whoa. so that they can try the same speed run. Really? So, like, the whole idea is that, like, you can insta-be in the game, like, in a certain moment, rather, like, it makes games linkable. Yeah, it's kind of like you can link to a certain second in YouTube. Yeah, exactly. But I, what's insane about it is, like, it's reproducible. So, like, if there's an enemy about to kill you and it's, like, you can't beat it, you could ask your fans to, like, do it. Wow. Yeah, and then there's the multiplayer part, which is outrageous. Like, you can do, like, competitive events on it where people all can participate. But this also means that um, uh, developers that make games for potentially this platform mm. have to do i guess big modifications to make this work so my yes. guess is my guess is that maybe it only the the games that google has their like hands yeah, on yeah i thought about this a lot this. i think the reason that the other ones have failed historically yeah. geforce now whatever is they try and shoehorn existing games into what should be the future and i think this thing is designed for like Google. I think I feel like Google a little bit is willing to accept if it fails, if it just pushes the space forward. Like it's kind of clear that it's ridiculous that everybody has this insanely powerful box in their house just to play a game. Yeah. And I yeah, think or the other way around where I find myself wanting to play a game and thinking, shit, should I like spend like 400 on a PlayStation? Or? That will sit there half the time. Yeah. And it's just it's a whole and other I computer. I just want to play one game. Yeah, exactly. Yo, also, PlayStation games are so fucking expensive. Oh yeah, right now. and that's that's like the they other are thing, between yeah. sixty and one hundred and twenty euros. Even Switch games are expensive. I'm like, yeah, I, I recently spent like hundred euros hmm. in Switch games again. Ooh. So I think that there's a lot at play here, and that I think you're right about the modifications thing. It's a big risk, but I think they were right to do it, and they've got the partners on board. To, to start on it, if that makes sense. Which partners did you have on board? Epic Games. Yeah. So that means Fortnite. And the Epic Games makes Unreal Engine, which means every game that uses Unreal Engine, which is... A lot. Every good game that isn't on Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just like, if you're going to make a game these days, the tools are there. Yeah. Um, and that's I think that's a really smart play because it'll be built into... Yeah, I can see why uh, the makers of Fortnite are like all over this because well, this is you, a, a new way for them to make even more fucking well, it money. Well, literally means that they don't. The biggest benefit for developers, and I think this is why it might get traction, is you only have to build the game once. Yeah. So then, if you want to run your game anywhere, mobile, PC, tablet, what it, it's one build. You don't have to do what Epic did, which is like build the game over and over and over for each platform. Right. Same with Stardew. I imagine yeah. it's like so t boring. <laughs> Like, yeah. And so I think that is interesting. And Google, I think the most self-aware thing they ever did is they're also starting a game studio. Yeah. So it's Stadia Studio. And the idea is that uh, they'll publish they'll publish their own games. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. And then they'll also invest in They have games. to do that. Because yeah. the thing is, if they don't, um, and they just let, leave all the interesting stuff for developers, it won't happen. It, Immediately reminds me of you remember when 
um, Apple had this vision that you would buy like a Mac Mini or whatever, and mm. you would have like extra um, uh, graphics cards, like oh, yeah. in separate builds yeah. on your desk. <laughs> That's right. And still a thing, but yeah, yeah, it's still a thing, but it never really happened because yeah. Apple never really did it. Mm. They right? never showed a reason or like a good compelling. Yeah, so they never did it themselves, and they were like. Yeah, y'all, you can like do this if you want. There's but, like this uh, gangster third party thing. Yeah. yeah, you're right, and it also it's makes such me... a niche thing that people exactly. were like, "I'm not sure." But it's the same for gaming, but on a broader scale. It actually made me think of Xbox in the earliest days because they have. Did you ever own an Xbox? Oh my god, I actually had this weird moment the other day where I was going through Google Photos for whatever reason. I found this photo that was scanned in ages ago. It's like 10-year-old me holding an Xbox on launch day. Oh, shit. Because I saved my money for like a year. Is it like the black one with uh, the, the OG with the one? big plate. Oh, uh, God. You know, the absolute yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The lad. I never played that one. I, I had a Xbox 360. I also had this. But at some point, they... they <laughs> the red ring of death. Oh, yeah. We talked about that last week. And that, so these are all things that in a way, are solved by a console. And it also, the biggest sell for developers is this gets rid of piracy yeah. immediately. Stadia, this is. It gets rid of um, yeah, game cheating and cracking quite easily. But that's also fun, Owen. I know. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is There's a huge risk, actually, for the industry itself that they get spotified. Yeah, so in a way, it's also kind of like what Apple did with their uh, laptops, yeah. where they just... Everything is like basically like you can't change anything anymore, and that's also kind of a sad thing in a way. I now I do, now I think about it because, I mean, there's so many people that get into like modding and and programming because of the game that they love. And, yeah, or you and, opened a computer once in the '90s and you were like, oh, I can fix this myself. Right. You know, you're like that's oh, what I did as yeah. well. Like I was a fucking six year old with a screwdriver yeah. and I fixed my computer. Pop the RAM out. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not joking even. No, like, I think half, I, th I would say everybody in our age bracket probably at least tried once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're like, oh, screw it. It's not that scary. Yeah. And I think this has a big risk of getting rid of that. Mods actually is another big thing. But it also, I think, could be really bad for developers. Like, it could be good. And I think Google's mission is... Why would it be bad is, for developers? So the mission that they said is like bringing gaming to everybody and I think that's yeah. really noble like I like I like with that the thing that's bad for developers is it locks them in I would argue the same abusive relationship that Spotify is in with the music industry yeah so like Spotify basically and Apple like I'm not I'm, Spotify is just an example but yeah Spotify sets Title. the terms yeah it's it's they set the terms they take a cut of everything if Google would win with Stadia or whatever it would take a cut. It would change the business model of developers. And that's the big question that we have right now yeah. about Stadia is what, is, what is the business model? Yeah. Do we pay? So I definitely see that this is two-sided two monetization. The developers will pay for the cloud for sure. For sure. Like if you're a developer, you'll get all the tools for free, but then running your game on that will cost money. Yeah. And then the user, do you pay a subscription fee to get games from Google? Do you pay a fee to get access to this thing? Do you pay per hour? Like, how does it work? And they wow, just didn't say anything. Pay for per hour. Well, that's what Nvidia is doing, and I think it's a huge mistake. They want like twenty bucks for forty hours. It's like just like a stupid. Like I would rather just buy a computer yeah. for that price. Like I think the smartest play for this would be Google charges a flat fee for access. Yeah. And you just like Netflix can use your own games. Yeah. Oh, also your own game. Well, so if maybe I think the best play would be like get a license yourself. You can get it through us. 
but like it means that you can play it on a desktop if you get one but it will be like the optimized stadia thing and i think that will be like the thing that doesn't piss off gamers yeah so you can kind of use it to like supercharge your computer but yeah, you, feel you don't like you have own to. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and that gives you. I think that sells it, and then they can transition into the pay per month subscription for games. But what's also interesting is that they're all like uh, gaming for everyone, but not yeah. everyone has internet yeah. or a good connection. And that's the big like. So I grew... they, they basically they say that, but they they were never they will never be able to. Everyone ish, I think. <laughs> everyone ish. Yeah, I think. I mean, this is always hello gonna be, privilege. Yeah. <laughs> It's always going to be a point of contention, right? Like, but the internet is not going to get, in theory, slower. I think it's it's. I think this is how it is going to go. And I yeah. actually, I've been thinking about like in terms of I the like environment. The yeah, the vision and like the environment and stuff. I actually think centralizing this is better because we're not building all these plastic machines that are yeah. sitting in people's okay. houses. But then again, like, I mean, I I I I don't think I'm like. Mm. I don't think I can say anything about that because like a mm. data center, of Google that potentially is like getting bigger and bigger yeah, also sure. costs a lot of it does cost a lot of money but putting it in one place because the way stadia works is it distributes and load is probably a little bit more efficient than yeah. making plastic i don't know i, I like, don't know i don't know what those machines yeah, are made of maybe they're, they're, they're made of plastic i mean <laughs> or cardboard who knows yeah. like, <laughs> but you know what i mean like I've, i was thinking about <laughs> a lot all the shit involved in like moving stuff around and like retail and all of those kinds of things yeah, well, if... I'm, I'm kind of glad that we, it's like the standard now yeah. that you just download a game or whatever. Yeah, but 100%. I don't want to go to a store anymore to buy like one of those oh God, plastic yeah. things to have like a little <laughs> tiny chip to put on. Which in, downloads like, an update from the internet to start. Exactly. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's basically a weird key. Yeah, it is. I think Google will do exactly what you said just before and actually charge per month and give you access to a certain amount of games. Yeah. I think it'll be like a game pass of some description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Just like, that would be cool, actually. I would like that. If yeah. You, if you just basically Netflix for games. It does definitely change the model. I mean, I read something really but interesting. But then again, it might also be that I would be less invested in a game. Exactly. Because if I buy one, I'm going to fucking play it. Yeah, exactly. And because you paid like 90 euros or something. Yeah. So I read something really interesting about what Spotify has done to the average length of songs in 10 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I listened to the episode of uh, Fox yeah. Pop. We'll, we'll include it in the show notes. But it's really fucking It's great. actually based on an insane study as well. So they looked at all the lengths of songs, how like the structure has changed. And it basically compressed them. because yeah. And all songs on an album will be like the same length of like three minutes and two seconds or something. Yeah, because how it works if you are an artist and you're on Spotify, uh, people have to listen to your song for more than 30 seconds otherwise you won't get paid and i think if uh, people only listen to half of it you get only a fraction mm -hmm. of um of the whole um what nine cents or whatever the fuck you get yeah um i think i think you have to have like 10k streams and then you get nine yeah. euros it's or like something silly stupid. Yeah. but it's also the other thing that's in play is Every song has to be a standalone hit in itself so it goes on a playlist because that's yeah. where everybody's listening. And it's like, it hurts my brain yeah, to think about that. Imagine thing, if Stardew Valley had to fit into that like model. The, the thing that's funny about it is that, like, so this uh, podcast that we're talking about is basically um, music critics and also mm -hmm. not only critics but also people. 
um, researchers, I guess. Mm. And they aren't they aren't like all negative about it either. They're like, no. this is actually kind of cool, and it's changing things that are interesting. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's bad. So one of the things that uh, really changed in music is that um, a lot of songs um, kind of give a preview of the chorus in the first seconds. I know it's insane. Actually, like I love. There's a couple of episodes of like uh, I listen to a, a switched on pop. Yeah. And like they they basically have noticed this as well and they're talking about like yeah, it's weird like the chorus was playing backwards for the first 10 seconds like literally in reverse so you yeah. get this in your head. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. But I, I kind of like that. I kind of like having a preview of what yeah. the song is going to be like and then listening to it. Yeah, and yeah. I also thought it was funny how songs are now sometimes produced for you to Play them over and over and over and oh, over again. Oh, 100%. 100%. And I am a, I'm a sucker for that. Oh, I wow. love, like, I am the kind of person that can listen to one song oh for my God. a week. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I cannot do it. But I, can, I get it. Like, I'll come back to the same song every day or, like, a couple of times a day. But I just can't listen to it endlessly. Oh, no, I will endlessly listen. Incredible. And then we'll never listen to it again. Oh, yeah, exactly. You'll, like, burn it to the ground. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so that's interesting to think about. I think... There could be a positive, actually, like you say, because the gaming industry is a little bit, like, masturbatory. Yay, but, like, no, but, like, I was thinking, developers have to, or, like, the gaming companies have to do so much more work now yeah. to get me to play the fucking game. Yeah, please no more Call of Duties. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. And I think, well, what I think is really interesting is, like, the most popular games now are indie games. And a lot of them are, like, really weird. Mm. And, like, what I mean by popular is, like, the breakout hits over and over the new concepts from developers yeah. who are relatively unknown. Stardew Valley is crazy, for example. I love Stardew Valley. Like, every year there's a new one of those. Yeah. Well, This year's I don't one's going to be the Goose Game. Oh, the Goose Game. Untitled Goose Game. Google it. It's fucking incredible. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to see, like, what that game's going to be like in the end. Because we got to play it at XOXO in Portland last mm. year. And it was fucking great. I mean, it's a stupid game. It's really funny. It's like, like Goat Simulator, but you're a goose. Yeah, like, I can, I can kind of see uh, people playing it in, like, a social environment yeah. where you're drinking or whatever the fuck. So it's not really one of those um, dive deep and, like, get immersed. But it's still a puzzle game. Well, yeah, but like the thing is, if I when I played Stardew Valley, um, for the record, I I think I played over two hundred hours of Stardew Valley, which is incredible <laughs> because it's a farming game. I know, but um, it's so zed. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna layer the music into this episode because like then we'll feel really zen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The thing is, wow, Owen. I can hear it. Like it's in my brain. The thing is, it's an extremely soothing game, but like it's one of those games that if I'm playing, I will ignore the fuck out of everything in the world yeah for sure and the goose game is not like that it's not no. comparable but i think it might be positive I, I, I really struggle to like figure out like what this will do for the industry yeah like i think it i think it's inevitable game streaming is inevitable it is a okay, problem but like, what we know for sure is that google sees money in this Oh, yeah. And the money must come from somewhere. So, so I think that they see It two... might come from our pockets, but it might also come from the game developers. And pockets. from advertisers. Because if this is such a big play on YouTube, it's all about that ad money. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's... What's the Super oh. Bowl of gaming, well, as we... an example? Could this be like a way for them to uh, fight Twitch? Yeah. It's, this is Twitch's own territory. Like, is this, is this is... like 
um, bringing like the big guns out for Twitch. I, I watched that thing and I was like, holy shit, I don't think Twitch saw this coming. And I asked a friend at Twitch and they were like, yeah, we knew Google was working on something like this, but we didn't expect it to be that. Yeah, because like um, I think streaming on Twitch is a thing that's popular. Mm-hmm. You know how complicated it is to do that, though? It's, yeah. like, really horrendous. Yeah, so my, my studio mate, he is an illustrator, and he does live drawing on Twitch. Mm. Or, like, not drawing na- naked people live, but, like, yeah. draws live. Sure, yeah, yeah. Or whatever the fuck. It's so hard. Um, It is. Yeah. It's also really hard to break through. Yeah, it's impossible, because who has time, for example? Well, like... For instance, he's been doing it for a couple of weeks and he has like five or ten, five to ten subscribers mm. that pay five euros. Right. But that's, yeah, that's the thing. Is that like it's such a long, whereas a video, it's asynchronous. And so like you don't have to be there. But that's the difference, I think, with what this Google thing is. Is like did Google did break off like a part of YouTube to be focused on gaming, right? Gaming.youtube.com. Yeah. Apparently there's like 200 million people using it yeah. every month or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... On the height of my um, Stardew Valley obsession, mm. I would watch other people play while no, I was working. No, hundred percent. I do the same with Fortnite, actually. And I actually think that it's the reason that esports is so underestimated is that unlike soccer, in which you are a passive participant, esports is a you can watch people play and participate. You can actually chat to the yeah. person playing, but b you can actually. Play the exact set, like the playing field is level. Soccer is like, yeah, well, you're watching no, those no, famous play, boys. No, no, playing field's not, not level. Maybe well, for okay, Stardew Valley, but, but like, I mean, yeah. some people are just way better at shit. Well, no, that's what not what I mean, though. Is what I mean is like, you don't have to work your way up the ranks to play the same level of game. Right. Like, you can just play it. Like, yeah. And that's, I think, the biggest thing with Stadia is, and maybe the most magic part of it, is what they did with YouTube. Yeah. So, like, if you're watching a video about Stardew Valley, but the uh, example they gave Yo. was Assassin's Creed, is you can push play at the end of a video and you're so thrown much. into it inside YouTube yeah. to play. Rip the rest of my life, really. And Twitch won't be able to compete with that. Yeah. I, do, I, I, do, I actually think that Amazon, I think Zach mentioned this to me the other day, but Amazon is like a series of just, like, mistakes like amazon is very like oops we made this cloud thing oops we made this like tw- we yeah. bought twitch Ugh. like if they I would actually launch can't something. believe how successful and um how much money they are making for what a shitty company they actually are everything is an accident and like their websites <laughs> are also ugly and shitty and like everything they acquire is kind of shitty goodreads. yeah i was gonna say <laughs> goodreads is like such a fucking mess so I think, again, it's Zach that brought this up, but, like, the Kindle is my favorite thing ever. They accidentally killed the entire book industry, in a way. In a way. I love the Kindle, though. Yeah, I adore it. But it's, like, the most, like, the lowest amount of effort that they could have put into it. Why do you not get a free Kindle with Amazon Prime? Yo, but, okay, so so try try uh, changing your language settings on your Kindle. So I bought my Kindle from German uh, Amazon, because we don't get normal Amazon. So, and it was... Almost impossible. Don't you have to reset it? I have. I had to like dive super deep into mm. the website, multiple. Le- like it was. It, it was incredibly hard. Hashtag Europe problems built by American companies. Like, it's so funny because I bought a. I got a Nest Protect weirdly free with my like, uh, 
electricity. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, that's and the thing I, here in the Netherlands. I, got it I don't know. I know, it's so weird. They just give me free shit for using it. Anyway, so I get it. And out of the box, it's like, look up the knob. To, what, like, <laughs> look up the knob. Yeah, and it's like to push push the button to start. Yeah. And it says <laughs> it in Dutch, French, German, fucking Spanish, every language except English. What the fuck? So you have to set it off in Dutch. I was like, cool. Well, like, whatever. I understand this enough. I get to the end, go in the app, find the button for English. Fucking takes 48 hours for it to download the language pack. Wow, okay, that doesn't make sense. So, like, if the fire alarm goes off, it's like, oh, Tensi, I can't even remember the Dutch right now, but it's like fire in the Koken. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit, there's a Dutchman yelling at me inside my house. It's quite strange. Well, I mean, you'll. Yeah. It's quite universal. It's quite loud, also. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's all those things. Is it one of those things where you can go and yell back at them and say, shut up, I'm just cooking? Unfortunately, not. You can use the app, thankfully. So Mm. you just like, because they're always so bloody high that it's like, oh, fuck, quick. So I don't even have super high ceilings. I think they're lower than yours. But every time, like, my alarm goes off Mm. by accident, I'm like, where is the broom? Yeah, that's, I do the same. <laughs> I find the long pointy thing just to like do it. Anyway, so, but I think all of this is to say... What a tangent. Yeah, no, it's a great tangent. But all of this is to say everything is great, except Google didn't tell us the three things that we need to know. When is it going to release? be released? What is it going to cost? And what games can I play? Exactly. That's, Those that's are the three basically things. the, th- the, the three only th- three things that I want to know. Like, so, great that it works. Great at the tech school. Great that like my controller will be like whatever the fuck. But also, what's go- what's the controller gonna cost? I don't know if they said that. They did say so. They did say both things will be available this year, but that's too broad. Yeah. So they said 2019. And so I have a theory that probably Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> New Year's Eve. It's always like, actually, Christmas would be genius though. Yeah. That's that's typically when uh, consoles get released yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. I think the reason they didn't talk about some of those details is they haven't quite found... Like, it's not so much because they don't know. I think they do know, and I think they know what games are coming, and I think they know the price. Yeah. But this was not for us. This was a splashy demo for game developers. What what, what game would you make super excited if they, it would come to... I don't know. A lot don't of say the, Fortnite, please. No, I'm not saying Fortnite. I, a lot <laughs> of the games that I want to play are actually console exclusives. Like? Well, I don't know. Killzone. I don't know. Like, that's an old one. But um, there's a bunch of, like, uh, not Just Cause. There's a bunch of, like, Sony exclusive games I wanted to play for a while. And then there's, like, and then if I could play, like, those on this or, like, the Nintendo shit, that's where it gets really interesting. Yeah. Nintendo is never going to come to this platform. Maybe they used to license games. <laughs> That's what's crazy. Okay, but the only reason that I see Nintendo going through a platform like this is when they make a stupid console again and they go bankrupt and Google's like, yes. we buy or everything. I know Google has made a run at them multiple times because there was that moment like ten years ago or five years ago, like in mm-hmm. Wii U, where they were like hemorrhaging money. I remember right. it was like because horrendous. They, they were in a streak where they had like. A bad console. Two, two bad consoles or something. It was like Wii U and then like the refreshed Wii. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Cool. I had a Wii though. It was really The nice. Wii U was like if you knew what you wanted to make and you released it too early. It was actually a really Google move. Like, yeah. oh, cool. Here's this crazy thing that we want to do. This, it was like a Nintendo Switch you could only use in your house. Yeah, right. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. Uh, Nintendo Switch changed a lot. I think Nintendo might be interested, but it would have to be lucrative enough or have a big enough audience for them to care. Like, think of, I think of, like, uh, Pocket Camp or whatever it is, like the camp game that they released for iPhone. 
I, w- I would definitely hope that there would be a bunch of like indie games available or like the most likely exclusives we'll get out of Xbox ones. Yeah. Because that's PC already. Because Microsoft's play in this space is like all Xbox games will work on computers soon. The th- one of the things that I'm excited about is like it's pretty like so I have a Mac. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of there games that I want to play. A that small handful of games. Yeah. yeah. That aren't available for <laughs> yeah. Mac. And it's just really fucking frustrating. And sorry, but I I don't want to like have parallels or whatever. No, the fuck exactly. Is. I don't want that. Boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. Maybe maybe it's stubborn of me or. No, I get it. It's a huge pain in the ass. Like I always had the same feeling. I was just like, oh, well, I'm just going to play nothing. Yeah. And my laptop I... is also like from 2013. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like. Yeah. It's not like the best to game on to be with. Let alone that I would also like run parallels on it. Like it's just not gonna work. So what I'm excited about is like I built a big gaming computer, which we're recording on right now. Um it's ridiculous. Do you even game? (laughs) No, I do. I actually play a lot of games on it still. And uh, it's ridiculous because it's like I have this huge box, uses a lot of electricity, I guess. It is here and like you have to maintain it, whatever. If I could, like, get rid of that and just have, like, a small, thin thing on my desk, a Mac Mini. Yeah, I was going to say, is this a Mac Mini? (laughs) I would buy a Mac Mini for this. But even, like, a a shitty Chrome OS thing would be then usable. Yeah. I I love that the Mac Mini, you can actually stack them and, like, I know. It's so ridiculous. Like, who who other than, like, the most rich videographer has three of those things? (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, if you're a videographer, it makes sense. I mean, I have one in my cupboard that I use for, like, movie transcoding. Oh, Owen. <laughs> what? It's a really Computers old one. Computer is everywhere. It's a really old one, though. Yeah. I use it for Plex, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're sense. so cute, and, like, you can just hide it somewhere, and that's why it's great. Yeah. Anyway, I think... A media what, server, basically. Yeah. Here, here is... Okay. <laughs> Do you remember when those were a thing? No. It was basically... like It was basically um, uh, a Mac Mini. What? Computer. That it was what? like a media center that you could like. Oh yes! <laughs> you could like plug it into yeah, your media, PlayStation me, and media into servers. your yeah. Oh god, that was a weird niche. It was basically a computer, but like differently shaped. There's literally a book that somebody released. It might have been Microsoft that was like, "Mommy, why is there a server in the home?" <laughs> it was everywhere around the time that those, because you're like parents would buy this thing, and it was supposed to be for like your home videos, and you're like. Yeah, you could like store all your photos. But you didn't on there. know where to connect to it. It's actually a pretty smart idea. I miss that. It's kind of a time capsule, like as yes. well, where you like connect to it, and then all your photos are. Great segue up. into Apple, oh. which killed the time capsule many moons ago. But yeah, many moons ago. They had a weird week on hardware this week. Yeah, so weird. they basically they basically released all the things they said they were gonna release a year ago. And not even all the things. But like one day at a time as well. Like it was like the most bullshit thing. Yeah. It was like Monday was iPads. I feel like they're trying a new uh, a new way of going about releasing stuff. I think they're feeling insecure about their event next week. Because mm. I, 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 this is the theory I came to is people with Apple are very like, oh, shiny. And they ignore the stuff that Apple wants you to focus on. Like... I don't know. If, if they would release an iMac at next week's event. Yo, people were genuinely excited for the new AirPods. Yeah, but exactly. And if they would release that at the subscription focus thing on Monday, I don't think anyone will pay attention after that. You mean for movies? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, AirPods is much more like, oh, relatable. Like, I get this. 
a subscription service, you're like, great, I will pay you forever to watch a movie. My favorite tweet about the AirPods was, should I buy the new AirPods or should I just leave $200 in a cab? It's <laughs> <laughs> so true, though. Like, occasionally you see them on the street here, like a little one that's, like, crushed or, like, just in the gutter. A little one that's, like, crushed. little one. Oh, but no. I also saw another thread that was, like, um, what are the rules around found AirPods? Is it like when you find a wallet and you have to return it or is it finders keepers? And I think finders keepers, but you should clean that shit, yo. Yes. Yeah, oh. Yo, I recently saw someone who took a photo of their Air- AirPods and they were like, this is AirPods after one year use. And I was like, this is AirPods after one year's use and not fucking cleaning them, bitch. Or your ears. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they were so disgusting. Oh, I don't want to see it. I don't want to. I don't want to see it. So disgusting. We won't link this in no, the show notes. No, this is not linked. You should Google it in your own time. Okay, so they did iMac as well on Tuesday. Then AirPods on Wednesday with the wireless charging case, which yeah. everybody asked for like for one year. The thing is, what I thought was interesting, and this is so not Apple as well, is that they sell the case only. Yeah, that was weird. So I, was I could surprised. basically just upgrade my case. Yeah, I was surprised by that because that's very rare for them. Yeah. Like. So they have multi- The only option that they don't have is uh, separate AirPods. Yeah, now, that's a I warranty thing. That you can actually get them in store. But they cost more individually. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny though. Hey, like I was thinking about that whole thing, and I was like, how come they're doing this all of a sudden? And I think it's because the rest of their products they've started breaking out like that too. Like. Yeah. You can buy just the charger block for your fit. Like but it's a I, sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, I kind of like the idea, but also the, the problem with it is that um, as AirPods are very small, the individual mm. batteries and individual pods. They die. They die. So like, why would I um, buy a new case for my yeah. basically one and a half year old um, AirPods that probably are due for a new battery? Oh, so you either have to buy the complete thing or just the pod case. Yeah. Oh, but I guess I, one interesting thing could be you you could have like one at work, an empty case or something. Like you can charge the case separately yeah. now, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But also just like. You can always uh, charge the case separately. No, yeah, but you could like leave one at home while you take the other one out. Yeah, I don't know. I, I personally have never lost an AirPod. Um, and Amazing. I fucking love them. Yeah. Like, but I'm the kind of person that I don't really lose things. Yeah, I, I, I see I people lose, lose them, them on the street all the time here, yeah. by the way. But you you must have the good ears for them. Yeah, that. <laughs> the only time they fall out of my ears is when I put them in my head when I'm drunk. <laughs> you put them in like I just antennas. ram them in. They're, like, they're like upside down, like pointing upwards. Well, I sometimes I put my AirPods in uh, upwards when I do my makeup. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's quite funny. I like that. It's like an antenna. <laughs> yeah, but like, like... I'm connecting through the internet. Otherwise, it's like in my face, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, you, you want to get in here, I mean. Yeah, yeah. and, and I like, still yeah. want to listen to shit. Like, yeah. leave me, let me listen. I think the most... Impre- like, I'm not an AirPods person, but I will say that engineering is just like genuinely impressive. Yo, it's one of the best Apple products I've yeah. used in a and long, 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 long Nobody time. has successfully cloned it yet. Like, yeah. every clone is bigger, bulkier, worse in Stupid. some way. Yeah. So And I look like a douchebag when I use them, which I love. So Yeah, exactly. It's like you your your punchability goes up ten percent. Yes. Like as soon as you put one in, yeah. you're like and much I'm like, more punchable. Punch yeah. me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like let's go. Okay, so last thing on the on the list, I think. Because Stadia kind of drowned everything. Yeah. Um Yo, what's gonna happen on the Apple event, you think? You yeah, well, you think that the streaming service? Yeah. So okay, would you pay for an Apple streaming service? 
Not sure. Yeah, because we talked about Disney last week. I was trying to think. Did we talk about the Apple? Yeah, we, we, we talked about it. So there's a rumor that just came out this morning about what it actually looks like or like how it works. And yeah. apparently it's just a hub for other streaming things. So you pay them and then like all your shit populates in there from HBO. And then yeah, you can so pay I, them for I was Netflix. Say, and all, well, Netflix said no, but. I, I would pay for their service if it would make it possible for me to watch HBO shows. In one place. Yes. Because. Like, um, we all used to torrent stuff, and I think that it's kind of over. Also, I am Except a person... Except for HBO shows. I have a... I, I like, I, I, I don't mind spending money on things that I love, and I think we should all do that. But there is this... Especially in Europe, it's almost impossible to have an HBO subscription. Well, there's, like, the shit Nordic version. <laughs> yeah, weird. so, yeah. But, or you get it on your TV... So oh, they made yeah. a weird ass fucking deal with it's a TV expensive. provider, and it's really expensive. It's like Forty eight a month. I was gonna yeah. pay last year because I wanted to like watch Westworld without like it Having being illegal. Talk, yeah. um, and I pay for HBO through uh, Google Play because they don't check your country. Yeah. Like I just signed up on a VPN or something. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like. But see, bollocks. like it's 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 just really. It's yeah, not really would, a thing. That would be interesting. The question, so if they got HBO, I would I would consider what's, it. What's in it for? people like what's in it for those publishers though like if you're netflix man you must lose a cut i i want them to have the great british bake-off that would be cool yeah i think that's it it's like all the i think they want to be the place that all the traditional companies go which will pressure netflix so do you ever buy movies on itunes i don't buy them on itunes because they did not release it i bought it on um yeah i rent them on uh like google play movies just because it's the one on my tv yeah but uh i would i if itunes which is coming to the samsung shit next week apparently uh comes to my tv i would use itunes because it's cheaper yeah and they always have the good releases though really soon i pay for so a reason i pay for movies is because the quality if you download them is really annoying yeah it's also just easier i find them a little like overpriced a lot of the time like yeah the, I usually only I usually only rent or buy them when they're like five dollars is my like yeah. highest price. Like it's the price of a rental from the nineties. I think that's why it's like glued in my head. Five ninety nine is like my upper limit. So do you think they are gonna keep that up as a surface surface? I think that there'll be two options. Do you think all that content would be available through their streaming? Platform? I think that's the idea. Or like it will either let you get like a certain amount every month. Because that's the if they would have the same titles that they have yeah. on iTunes, I would consider Because they're it. the things that aren't on any streaming services. Right. And they're usually the good ones. And, yeah. and they release movies like really quickly after they were in the cinema, which yeah. is also really fun. So I would Maybe totally... that's also because cinemas in the US are always Oh, they're so screening. much fast. Yeah. I use my TV in like US mode and it's insane. Like when the movies come out here, I'm like, oh, I watch that at my house. Yeah. I'm like, what? um and so okay interesting question i think yes but i also would already switch to itunes because they're the only one that don't charge for quality yeah so if you want to watch in 4k right now like google like all of them charge you like two dollars more really yeah so you can like watch in the shittiest like i think it's like 480p why would you and watch it's like three dollars yeah fuck that shit so I like, mean, if, if, you, like if you have like a shitty internet connection consumers maybe that's don't great, care like, like why would you do this like yeah. it should either just be like five flat feet like it doesn't make any sense i think the movie studios pushed it this really doesn't make any sense because, itunes doesn't like, do that it reminds me of like when you were just downloading stuff mm. it was like if the quality is shitty i'm not gonna watch it no yeah like a camera 
Remember those? You would oh, like God. watch a movie at your friend's house, and he was like, "Yeah, I've got this. Uh, I've got the Matrix. It just came out in cinemas." And you're like, "Cool!" And you're watching it. So it's got Czech subtitles. And uh, every now and then somebody gets up or somebody coughs or like the camera gets knocked over. I remember watching a Lord of the Rings rip, not that I pirated it, but I remember watching it and they're like, it's a DVD screener. That's how you knew it was good. Yeah. And I was watching it and the guy knocked over the fucking tripod in it, picks it up and carries on filming. I was like, it would be better, I think, just to like edit out five seconds inexplicably than just leave that in there, surely. Or just um, wait a minute for it before the DVD comes out. Yeah. Oh, God, those were be- that was beautiful. That's how bleak it was before, though, because you would have to wait six months to see yeah. a movie like that. It was long. Now it's like a week after DVD release it's online. Well, yeah, on iTunes. Yeah, I think I would pay. The other one that I've been thinking about is they're also launching a news thing on Monday, supposedly. So, okay. like, a subscription service for news. Which is interesting because... Well, how is that going to work? Yeah, apparently it will let you pay some flat fee or something to get access to like stuff like the Wall Street Journal. Okay, so it's basically Netflix for newspapers. Yeah, it's like Blendle. Yeah, it's like Blendle, but I don't get it. I just don't understand. Do you use Blendle? I did use it when they had the US stuff in it, but oh, of course, stopped it. Sorry, you're Dutch. Yeah, Blendle. Well, they launched (laughs) in the US though. Like I helped them with it for a little while, and like it was really cool. It's like this Dutch startup. For context, if you're listening and you don't know, they basically, it's like, it is Netflix for news. And yeah. you log in and you can just choose which things you want. And, and it's there. nice because you can pay per article. So, mm-hmm. for instance. Um, and if, if you close a, it fast enough, you get the money back. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> if you accidentally open something yeah. or whatever. But, like, a news article sometimes costs 10 cents to read. So, what's really weird about them is they stopped in the U.S. because it was so expensive and publishers didn't want to give them a cut. Yeah, and now Apple's asking for fifty percent, and I don't. How is that even like possible to why make is, money on? Why is Apple so greedy? I love that they're like, in one hand, in one breath, they're like, "We're supporting the music industry to do blah blah blah," and then they're like, "But we're going to gouge like people who report news." Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I I think it's a good idea. It'll be cool. I mean, have you ever subscribed to the New York Times? Nope. <laughs> it's like this canceling is like a year long effort. Wow. You can instantly subscribe on their website, but to cancel, you have to call them. Wow. So what I did is I signed up. I, I really like paying for journalism. Yeah. And so I, I signed up for some deal that they had, $1 a week. But I signed up with the Revolut card so I could cancel it. But oh, just canceling no. the card, I get an email every day from did them. You cancel, final warning. Did final you warning. cancel all your Revolut cards? No, I did not. What, each, each bank is its own enemy. You know what I mean? Like, it's they're all evil. We should. If you're listening, banks are just terrible, and yeah. Revolut is terrible. And did you, did you see the, the N26 the uh, ads that are all over Amsterdam? Yeah, it's crazy. So European fintech is like a thing. Maybe we should do a whole episode about that shit. But yeah. like, there's all these weird. If you're listening in America, like, you don't see that many like fintech startups there. There's like Simple was the big one in America, but here, like, even in the Netherlands alone, you've got N26. But banking in the US is so fucking weird. I know. It's complicated and check-based. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a person write out a check. I was like, wow, is this like the 90s? What is this? You have to write out numbers and words. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. So you have TransferWise. Yeah. TransferWise, N26, Revolut, Bunk. Yeah. Uh, and then in the UK, you have Monzo, you have Starling, you have... There's so many of them. Yeah. It's outrageous. And I love it, but yeah, the the recent thing is like it turns out all of them are kind of shitty. 
like the, the, the thing about is, humans. Yeah, right. But the, the problem is that I think banking is probably inherently uh, non-ethical. It's cutthroat as well. Like um, the margins are slim. You yeah. have to be an asshole to survive. Yeah. It's horrible. So, but indeed, then we know that that's the case. Mm. But then the people who run this these banks are like extremely shitty. Yeah. In some weird ways, and I'm like, this is not necessary. There's that long-standing rumor that Apple will make a bank. Maybe they can fix it. Yeah, I think well, John, like every time we brought this up, he's like, "Yeah, we should just make a bank." <laughs> well, in a way, in a way, like they have payment services, like they do Apple Pay. So yeah. in a way, they kind of kind of are. They have to have like a bank uh, license at in Attainable. some kind of way. Yeah. But I think the reason that they don't is monopoly. But I don't think that like. Well, I think they ha- they should have or must have a banking license, but. Um, yeah. They just don't present themselves like that. Yeah, well, and also Which like... Which is better as well. But think of it this way. Uh, I think if what I mean by Monopoly is like, if yo, they if, would do it, yeah. Europe would be like, yo, what up? Yeah. Like, I don't think that it would serve them well and they know that right now. I would love to see what an Apple uh, credit card looked like. Oh, it would be fr- probably gorgeous. It would be like gorgeous, but it will work for six months and it will need a dongle to work with all the Fuck existing... you, Owen. You're just, <laughs> you're just so fucking sour. No, I, like, can't, I can't deal with is, it. Like, no, actually, the best, it'll charge on your phone. Yeah, bye. <laughs> I, it will probably not even be a car. It will just be on your but iPhone. This is, this is the joke. But um, the thing is... Um, I love it. Yeah, Owen, like you were such an Apple fanboy and now you're such an no, anti-Apple hey, fanboy. Have I it's said this on the show? I bought the iPad Pro after moaning about it. I you, bought it again. I know. You ha- you haven't told anyone about this, actually. And I, I tweeted I, about it. I think, yeah, okay, but you didn't tell in a podcast. And it was really funny oh. because uh, so the last week when we were recording, I saw Owen a new iPad. Like, on his iPad and I really wanted to bring it up, but there was not a So a I bought good, the smaller like, one again, the smaller big one. Yeah. The only thing Owen is like whining about all the time it's like why don't i get like a separate account it is why don't I get a... <laughs> it is true though. why do i it's a family device why is it an ipad pro is not a family device it first is. of all but then again i get you and that is kind of the annoying. average amount of people who use an ipad is three yeah right so but it's like well okay. it doesn't make sense you know but what then really again, bothers me is actually the environmental device. part because apple wants you to buy three ipads <laughs> yeah like, no but no guys. one's no one's gonna buy three ipad pros unless you're three illustrators or in san francisco <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know okay in look, san francisco they I buy bought an ipad okay i yeah. relent I, but i will say that the fact we didn't even mention this but they refreshed those ipads this week and they sell them with the old pencils it's yeah. the most confusing thing ever because when you buy a pencil it's like do you want the apple pencil or the apple pencil and you're like what? Apple Pencil, please. They don't even say generation. Or yeah, like... no, I know. But um, huh? yeah, so basically you know, the lineup uh, is old iPads, um, old new iPads, and old then, pencil. And then the new iPad Pros. With new pencil. Yeah, that came out like... Was it you that said ago. it felt like they had a bunch of pencils lying around yeah. and decided to sell them? <laughs> it's true, right? I think that's definitely what happened. Because, okay, so what I if I think about the iPad, I think what happened is the vision they had for the pencil is the one that they released recently. where you They always wanted it to be that way. Yes. They always release a shitty version so they can sell it already. Right. Um, and I feel like the iPad Pro, the new one that's like available, is the one that they had. Their, that was their vision. Yeah, agreed. Timing-wise, that didn't like work, and they also kind of wanted to test the market. I think so. I mean, the first generation iPad Pro wasn't that good. 
Mm. Second generation is really good. Yeah, it was like good. And then third generation is what it should be. It's the future of screens. But yeah, so I, I do think they had like an immense amount of like old parts. I wonder if they like ordered, you know, like when you do, if you would do manufacturing. I love that they're using it though. Yeah, I mean, And yes. there is a lot of market for people who just want to doodle and don't want to buy an iPad Pro. It is a bad story though, I will say. Like if you have, it say you have your like, iPad and then you get the new one, you have like this pencil in your house that doesn't, like if you, if no, you're yeah, in I would, a, I would sell it though. No, exactly. But um, it's just weird. It In a way, like, uh, so one of the iPads that, or is in the lineup is the iPad Air, and I think it's yeah. actually a very good comparison because mm. there is there is a lot of people that would probably be able to work their full time job with an iPad Air. You know what's funny about that iPad Air, and you're right, is it's the iPad Pro with a different name on it now. Yeah. Like it's the old one. It's yeah. just like a rebat. It's like it's the it's less powerful, first. and you can't yeah. get like half a terabyte. Of yeah, sure, it. but like it's all the same parts. Like they've just gone. I feel like they had like this room with all these bits, and they were like. Yeah, shit. Let's get rid of these. No, but like Apple has done this always because do you do you remember what happened? No, yeah. So like iPhone six is always iPhone six. They don't rename it like iPhone six SE. Like they don't try and hide the fact that it's like the same product. Yeah, but they always bring it out in like a cheaper model. Yeah, yeah. So they used to do it like, and this is terrible. They used to make it a bit cheaper, and then you get like seven gigs of space yeah that would fuck you over like yeah. i remember the color iphone was by like the, the way, iphone se and a colorful thing with eight gigs of space and you're like by the I way like the os is like eight gigs yeah <laughs> i actually I was, one photo and it's already um so i was at um new zealand in february in new zealand in february and i was talking to like femka's mom and she's like, oh, my friggin' iPhone, every time, it's like nagging me about updates every day. It was like, oh, well, why don't you do them? And she's like, got a 16 gig iPhone, still supported. She has to literally delete everything to make an update work. Like, it's every time as well. It's insane. But iCloud, you know how like iCloud does that thing where it deletes your photos, like, to save space, but it keeps them in the cloud? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is annoying if you're Why doing can't a- it do that? Like, yeah. why does it? She's like, I have to delete them from iCloud to get it to work. <laughs> I was like, what? Just pay for iCloud. Though. No, she pays for it. It's not smart enough to like offload the photos just for the update and then download them again. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, but all of this is to say it it was kind of a fun week. Does, does she listen to podcasts? Yeah, she deleted all of this. She has to do all of this every time to do yeah, updates. Because so she's so behind. This is, for me, it's like the biggest flaw in uh, iOS right now. It's like, for some reason, I had almost 20 gigs of podcast on my iphone like yeah. why the fuck why doesn't it just go away yeah it's podcasts that i've already listened to yeah i'm I done with them i don't need the files there's no reason for me to re-listen that's the most famous thing and that was my experience with the ipad is like it immediately started complaining about anything related to space with icloud or like something always it's like storage full icloud storage full those are the two errors you always see yeah and i think like what was maybe refreshing about going to Pixel is you never see a storage full error because they just deal with it. Like, if your podcasts are taking space, it just deals with it. And then so on and so forth. And that's really nice. And they should just do that. Like, they have the power. Yeah. I don't know. They don't care, I don't think. It doesn't make money. Yeah. So... Why is everyone so focused on money? Like, just like... I don't think we're going to dive into this, but like just like the new uh, uh, guy... From Instagram, it's like money, money, money. Oh make my money. god! Yeah, uh, yeah. That's I'll link it in the show notes. Online shopping. Yeah, the Instagram launched e-commerce this week, and it's like the product guy, head, new head of products first interview, and he, all he talks about is money, not harassment or bullying or. 
Well, I mean, maybe he wanted to keep it positive or whatever. Well, yeah, about like, how um, much money they're making. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, well it's, it's a genius move, though. Like, I, I'm, I've, I've got to say that. Like. Yeah, and then they. I would with impulse PayPal. buy the fuck out of everything. <laughs> PayPal, I hate. PayPal. <laughs> exactly. Like all of these things from Facebook are like this. Though. Oh my god. Okay, we're going to talk about one last thing, and then we'll stop. Facebook accidentally logged everybody's passwords in pl- plain text this week for three years or something. That's what came out yesterday. Have you Wait, read this? Say, say it okay. again. It came out yesterday that Facebook logged people's passwords in plain form, like non-encrypted, in their logs for like three years, and they didn't notice. Okay, I am going to go home and change all my passwords. Bye, yeah, no, it's... In, Should I do that? That's probably a good idea. Probably. Yeah. So, yo, it's so unbelievably messed up. First of all, because they were they knew about it since January and they didn't tell anybody. And second of all, this company is trying to convince people right now that they're like good at privacy and they're going to do encryption and whatever. And then they can't even put your password good in like a database. Yeah. I w- <laughs> what? Yeah. I wish uh, also platforms would like... Um, there should be a price on user security internally. That, but also that they would make it like a priority to make um, changing your passwords like way easier because it's yeah. such a pain in the well, ass. Like, Have you had a, you. You've definitely had one of those days where you're like, great, this whole day will be... Yeah, you go Me into one password. all my passwords. And it's like your passwords, 36 of your passwords are insecure. You're like, okay, yeah. I'll do this. And then it takes like 20 minutes to find that one page but, where and you then change it. Also, like, I mean, most of my passwords are random string, I guess. But is that a thing I should say on the podcast? Random string? Yeah. Well, it's random. I'll tell you how I do it. I no, use but the like, sentence structure From thing. like security I think it's okay. perspective. I don't know. Um, as long as they're actually random. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, li- I like I get them. Uh, uh, although random doesn't exist, but um, yeah, that's a, that's a completely different story. Deep. Sometimes I've uh, other story. Tangent, no, tangent, what, what? Sometimes what? So apparently, to create random uh, numbers, sometimes people take recordings from space and um, generate like. That's outrageous. Yeah. Because yeah, because like that's the random, problem is like, random is really hard to do. Yes. Because a computer at some point will just do the same thing. Yeah. So when is random random? Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I get like uh, one password to yeah, I do the create same, a random stream for me. But it doesn't help that Facebook is outing you. Like, it's insane. Right. But the thing is, what I just realized is that I hate using random string passwords, actually, because if it's you... It's horrible. Yeah, sometimes you just need to log into somewhere in like an emergency okay, or whatever. You should change your settings in one password and start using the new the watchtower. passwords. No, mnemonic passwords. Oh. I use these now. I used to do exactly until like six months ago. And yeah. then I got really annoyed that my password for like Microsoft was 36 characters of like, blah, 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 like exactly. on the keyboard. It's like, so now it's like a string that's, uh, it'll be like, let's go for a walk with hyphens in between it. It's yeah, really like, long. Uh, cow, cow horse, battery staple. Yeah. This is the well, like horse battery staple was the most famous, but it's so memorable. Yeah. Whereas it'll take you ten times the time, and pa- one password can do it. Yeah. And it's really, really valuable because like the one that always bothered me was typing in a password to Nintendo Switch. Yeah. <laughs> or like any console where you cannot tap it. Yo, and what's also what I also is weird is like if you log into Netflix on your TV, you're usually not alone, right? Oh, weird. Well, they do that new thing now. No, but like, I mean, there's usually people around. Yeah, and they watch you type your password in. Right. And they just show like, they do the thing where they're like, A, hide, B, hide, C, hide. 
Yeah, they sometimes they now do the thing where you go to a URL on your phone, which is kind of cool. Yeah, uh, that's what YouTube does. Yeah, like netflix.com slash pair. But um, yeah, that would be that's way better because like, I mean, sorry, but I'm not going to upload the bleak. Yeah, I know. It's insane. But it's also like, I cannot believe Facebook is so amateur in this shit. Yeah. Like, trust us. Trust me. So, Actually, it makes me think of that thing from years ago where it was like that screenshot came out that was like Zuckerberg saying, I have all the dates of births and security numbers of people. And then they were like, what? And then he replies, yeah, they trust me. They're dumb fucks. I was like, yes. Literally, there's like a threat floating yeah. around with this. Wow. And I was like, ah, yes, they're dumb fucks. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> right, though. We are dumb. Yeah. Anyway, on that note... Next change week, your passwords. Yeah, change your password. Next week, we're going to talk about the great content we can consume <laughs> on Apple's thing. All right. Uh, show, show notes at chargepodcast.com. Join our Discord. Duh, duh, duh. Yeah, duh, no, duh, join duh. the server. We'd love to hang out with you. Uh, every week, like a couple of people join. It's actually really cool. Yeah. And otherwise, please tweet about us or share something or like email a friend or like whatever. Um, we're at chargetech on Twitter. You can email us, hey, at chargepodcast.com. Otherwise, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye, Viscous. Bye. Oh, bye. Shark Zone. Shark Week. Okay.